0: this episode of northwest passages the segment featuring passages from books or poetry with a connection to the pacific northwest i'm your host and producer douglas fur and today we're continuing with the island's call a time travel adventure by Squim author Sandy Frickholm. The main character is Gino, a modern-day astrology writer and fortune teller from Seattle. In this scene, Gino's friend Sarah finds the courage to share her secret as she seeks a way to help Gino get back into his 21st century life. And we're honored to have the author, Sandy Frickholm, a resident of sunny Squim, read her passage from The Island's Call.
1: Sarah and Brit sat cross-legged on Sarah's bed facing each other. They gave up the search yesterday. Sarah's throat ached. I'm so sorry. Britt reached out with a hug and Sarah lay her head on Britt's shoulder, letting her tears soak into Britt's t-shirt. Gino's dad is flying home soon to St. Louis. They'll come out here in a few days, he said. Sarah sat up straight and tried to pull herself together. I'm going to bring Houdini over here. "'His dad asked me to keep him "'because they have a dog in St. Louis "'and they don't want a cat, "'and it's too hard to keep going to his apartment. "'His dad's going to mail something to me, "'a gift Gino brought for me,' Leah said. "'It's all so heartbreaking, just disappearing like that. "'If they found something, at least there could be some closure.' "'Sarah looked away. "'Sun filtered in through the Madrona branches. "'She had to tell Britt.' and hoped their friendship could take it. The thing is, Britt, she began, then paused and took a deep breath, their eyes locked. I know he's not dead. Britt started to speak, to talk sense to her, but Sarah held up her hand to stop her. I know, I sound like a complete maniac, but I have to tell you. Sarah paused, barely able to breathe, heart pounding. I've never told anyone except my family, and they didn't believe me. She stalled, clearing her throat. What would Britt say? I know he's not dead because I've been clairvoyant since I was a little girl and I've seen Gino alive. Clairvoyant? Britt stared slack-jawed for a few seconds, then shook her head. You what? You are the most straight-arrow person I know. If that's true, how could I not know it? Because I've spent my whole life hiding it and denying it with all my strength. You know, I had an older sister who died. Britt nodded. Well, you don't know the whole story. Sarah told her about it. The lightning, her vision, the car accident, and the months of psychiatric effort to fix her. They brewed tea and sipped at at it as Sarah told her all the rest. The other visions and hiding from lightning storms and strobe lights and failing fluorescent tubes how even her brother Paul doubted her when she told him after they left the club in such a hurry a few days earlier. Finally, a quiet settled between them. In her soft, clear voice, Sarah said, "'I can't keep denying it, knowing Gino is alive somewhere, in trouble. How could I live with myself if I just gave up?' Britt gazed at the ceiling, deep in thought for a few moments. "'It sounds like this gift, or whatever,' It's not going away. Then she turned to Sarah. But what can you do with it? How can you help Gino? Sarah crumpled, sobbing and hugging a pillow. I don't know, she wailed. I don't know enough. But I can't just let him go. I don't want to let him go. He has to come back. Britt stood up and massaged Sarah's shoulders for a couple of minutes. Then she huddled close to her on the bed, a co-conspirator. What if you tried to find out more? Sarah grabbed a tissue and wiped her nose. What do you mean? I mean you've been doing all you can to stop having visions, to avoid them. What if you opened up to them instead, pursued them even? If you don't know enough, maybe you could learn more. Maybe you could meet with somebody else who sees the future or one of those psychics that find missing people. Sarah stared at her. Do you know how crazy that sounds? Britt put a hand on her arm. I know you've been told it's crazy. I'm sure there are lots of wackos and frauds among the psychics and fortune tellers out there. You said even Gino just makes his stuff up, but maybe some of them have the real thing, the same kind of gift like you, and just use it the best they can. I don't know. Look, I'm not saying go open a shop reading tea leaves at the back of a tattoo parlor in the U District, but if you think learning more about Gino's... Britt cast about for a word. situation might help, then I think you should do it. You do? You really believe me? Britt took Sarah's hands in both of her own. I do believe you. I don't think you would make this up. And I don't think you're crazy. You, my friend, are amazingly strong to do what you've done all these years, and you're amazingly brave to talk about it now, to think about changing things. Sarah threw her arms around Brit. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for just believing me. We just heard a passage from The Island's Call, read by the author and Squim resident Sandy Frickholm. You can learn more about her, this book, and some of her other published works by visiting her website, www.sandyfrickholm.com. And you can always hear episodes of Northwest Passages on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. And again on Thursdays at 10 a.m. right here on KSQM. Northwest Passages is a KSQM Studios production.